Yo, it's the season finale of our little podcast that could press play with Augie and Riz. I'm Augie. Hey, and this is Riz. Oh, I'm trying something new. Whoa. This is a weekly podcast where we, two guys who are celebrating one year as podcasters, talk about movies, music, TV, or anything we think you guys might like to listen to. If you guys haven't for the last year subscribed to our podcast, please do so now and follow us on Instagram at PressPlayAR. That's at PressPlayAR on Instagram. In episode 49, we discuss DC FanDome experience, casting for Robert Eggers' new Viking film, and a look back at a year of press play. After all that, Riz will let you know about the Blu-rays and music albums that are out now. I'll tell you the fact of the week, and this week's Six Degrees of Separation Connection is Anya Taylor-Joy and Bill Skarsgård. Ooh, already got it. But first, quick news. What a great weekend for DC comic fans everywhere. DC FanDome was a 24-hour comic con of all things DC comics, from movies to video games and TV shows. And we're going to go over some of our things that stood out for us. Right. Uh, We should mention DC FanDome was a comic con completely online, so uh, everyone could participate, not just the the rich or well-connected. Or, yeah, or people who stay connected online for the last 24 hours before it releases tickets to just it's buy those impossible. tickets. Forget it. When I was playing DC Universe, speaking of DC Comics, uh, the, um, the group that I was in, there was one guy who you would wire him the money and he would buy all the tickets at once and then he'll send it to you like it, they did that every year wow i wouldn't trust anyone like that I like mean, how much money are you wiring this guy well per ticket entry for comic con yeah uh so every year it, it, it would be like the three uh leaders of of the league and they'll just hit refresh 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 until one wow. of the three gets in and then he'll buy all the tickets at once. I and then, see. And then you pay him and then they go. And that's how some people went. But let's go over. First things first, Wonder Woman 1984 or WW84. What? What? 84? <laughs> <What>? uh, no. <laughs> this, no. Please don't, don't do that ever again. What? What? Uh, we got a trailer and we finally saw Kristen Wiig as cheetah in her full wonder of her animalistic self yes uh just a glimpse first of all christian wig i i'm living for whatever she's putting out there in this movie the evil blah 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 what's her name barbara barbara oh barbara what did you do or so is that the line yes exactly i'm super excited about this movie i'm super excited about christian wig uh i'm actually probably more excited to see her in this movie than just the the continuation of wonder woman you know it was smart casting um Mm -hmm. i i i'm i'm all right with cheetah with how cheetah looks i've read reviews of people online that you know people online are never happy so they, they aren't happy with the with the look but I don't think they would ever be happy certain people just would never be happy so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy it um, and not listen to the unhappy people I think it's not gonna disappoint us especially fans of Kristen Wiig and 
and Wonder Woman itself. I mean, Patty Jenkins did an amazing job with the first Wonder Woman. Uh, let's not forget also that she will be behind the Wonder Woman spinoff where they take place in Themyscira. Right, the, the um, Amazonian spinoff. Spin -off. Yes, and that's going to probably be another n uh, knockout. I can't wait. Um, the, there was one thing... Uh, make Yeah, have they announced a, a new date? Um, or are we still looking at, like, 2031 October. at this <laughs> no. point? For the way now, things are I going. think it's October. I think the last time we recorded our podcast... It was uh, rumors that they, that movie and Dunes might be pushed to 2021. But we don't know. I we'll know. see what happens. Currently, Tenet, uh, I'm going to go off DC for a second. Tenet is currently being selectively released in some uh, movie theaters. And next week, New Mutants come out. Uh, and we'll see how that turns out in the future for movie experience. Yeah, uh, well, we can talk about New Mutants later, but um, I'm hoping we get to see it. We're, we're trying to find a drive-in, a drive-in theater. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the next thing we have is Gotham Knights video game, which is a very familiar of uh, the Avengers game that is coming out September 4th. Uh, in this game, uh, it takes place where Batman dies. And uh, you get to play solo or you get to play a co-op team. It's a multiplayer or solo. solo. So whichever route you take, it'll, um, it'll basically fit to your playing abilities. Hmm. I did see some gameplay where, you pl where the, they did an alpha beta run using Batgirl and Robin. And it looks really good. It looks really sleek. I might consider getting it because anything with comic books, anything with superheroes, I'm game. That's another thing that I personally am looking forward to, and I cannot wait to see what more. Um, just like Avengers, you get to pick different uh, characters in the DC universe. In the Justice League? Um, I'm not sure because what they showed was Robin, Red Hood... Batgirl. So mostly, it's it's gonna be Gotham based. Yes, mostly. and I'm it did the Alpha Beta did take place in Gotham City. Uh, after that, Suicide Squad movie. Uh, what did you think about that? Yeah, they released a uh, basically character roll call, uh, character and actor roll call, which they didn't they didn't show the actor that's I guess playing or voicing Shark Shark Guy, whatever his yeah. name is, Shark uh, Shark King or King Shark. King Shark, yeah. Um, I'm I'm crazy excited about this. I'm excited to see what uh, what Shang it's Shang Gun right? Shang Gun. What Shang Gun does does with this because he's he's done an amazing job uh, with another care you know multi character heavy movie, The Guardians of the Galaxy, which is even you know they're adding even more characters, which is hard to do. So I'm I'm super excited that I mean the the reasons why he was fired temporarily from Marvel uh let's probably not get into that but in that time he he got picked up by DC actually it's James Gunn who James Gunn Sean Gunn, so Sean Gunn's brother is the brother who does voices. the he doesn't voice he does the anima animatronic movement of Rocket Raccoon and he does he's Weasel in Suicide but Squad but he will be voicing Weasel I believe yes okay yes. yeah he he Sean Gunn I believe was uh, was on Angel. He had he had a part on Angel. Yes, the big episode he did. where uh, Glenn Quinn's final episode. 
uh, which sucks, which sucked, but I guess it was necessary. Um, I'm crazy excited. I'm excited to see the characters that are back. Uh, you know, I'm glad to see Will Smith isn't back because not that I not that I don't have I have anything against him the way you do, but he kind of eclipsed the the first movie, and I, I really liked the first movie. It wasn't like huge, like my favorite movie ever, but it's entertaining as hell. But my one negative is that you put a big actor like Will Smith in a movie like that, and it's supposed to be, um, you know. Uh, what do you call it, where there's... Uh, an, an ensemble? And It's supposed to be an ensemble, and, you know, all of a sudden Will Smith is the star, and everyone else is sort of background, and maybe Harley Quinn got, got a bunch of... Um... And that was one of the reasons why Tom Hardy left. He was originally going to play Rick Flagg, and he left because he saw that Will Smith is basically almost everywhere in the whole entire movie, and... Well, look at... Um... Uh, Rick Flagg now, he's one of only three characters that's returning. Oh, four characters. I'm sorry. Amanda Waller, Rick Flagg, uh, Harley Robey. Quinn, and uh, Jay uh, Courtney. Yeah, uh, Boomerang. 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 Uh, um, before we continue, I put out a uh, poll on our Instagram, at PressPlayAR. Uh, and I asked uh, our followers if they're interested in watching Wonder Woman 1984 or if they're interested in Kristen Wiig as Cheetah. And 86% of you said yes, that you guys are excited to see it. 14% said no. When asked about the Suicide Squad, 92% of you said meh. And what? only 8% of you said hell yeah. I didn't even see that poll. I voted in the other two, though. <laughs> <laughs> so that is the, uh, that's what people think what's going on right now. Um, but either way, uh, I was discussing this with a friend of mine. Uh, when uh, he said he didn't want to watch a certain movie. And I'm like, no, let's go out and see these movies. And if we still are going through the coronavirus, let's somehow support it and, and pay the money because as comic book nerds or nerds in general, it is a great time to be alive because this didn't exist years ago. It's true. Uh, I I, I want to say like the um, the Batman franchise of the 90s tried to start something up but they um, after Batman Returns, man they, they kind of lost it um, but there wasn't like a good like comic book series um, and and I'm starting to to come around to what DC is doing um, that there's going to be different universes all at the same time I'm kind of liking it. Like Robert Pattinson's Batman is is going to have nothing to do with the Justice League series or the Flash movie that's that, that will be coming out. But they're bringing Ben Affleck. So there's going to be two different actors playing, which means they could at some point bring Jared Leto back as Joker. Correct. Yeah. Um I'm I, I like it. Um and it, it is very 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 different than what's going on with Marvel. So um I think that's a good thing because we don't need two two competing things doing the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. And I like I like that that you're right that DC is giving them that openness of going into that universe and not following that that uh, formula that it has to be attached to a arc or it has to be attached to to a story. Yeah, because imagine what Joker would have been had. Um, like they forced them to have it a, like 
be um, con- con- continuity, con- yeah. continuity-wise, with the the Justice League universe that they had already created. Yeah, it, it wouldn't have been a great movie, and that's uh, an effing amazing amazing movie. So they're allowing filmmakers to come in with an amazing concept and do their thing, and not have it be connected to the the other stuff. Uh, I you know I I think it's fantastic and I think in the long run it's going to pay off for for DC universe. Yeah. And talking about Batman, we're going to get into Batman right now. John Ridley is set to pen a four-part Batman comic miniseries. Ridley's series will center on the Wayne on the family of Wayne's Enterprises Lucius Fox who was played by Morgan Freeman in the Dark Knight trilogy. And he says, quote, I think it's pretty safe bet that if I'm going to be writing Batman, it's probably a little better than a 47% chance that he's going to be a person of color. Awesome. Uh, I am so, so down with this. I can see Lucius Fox picking up the mantle of Batman. I like where this is going. Or his son. Or his son. You're right. Um, You know. It, it, I think his son pl- uh, is in an, a DC show where he plays Luke Fox. Really? That um, actually sounds really familiar. I know they had they had Lucius Fox on on uh, Gotham, the series. Uh, oh, darn, I forgot who played him. But um, I really need to go back and, and watch Gotham since it's all out there. You know, I can just watch it straight through and not pull my hair out with the crazy shit. Yeah. I totally lost interest of Gotham the series. I felt like it focused on focused the beginning on one thing, and then at the end of the series, it was just rushing it for him to just grow up and to give us some sort of the Batman that we are used to seeing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Eventually, I'll I'll, I'll sit down and, and and check it out. And speaking of more Batman, more uh, yes, a lot more. <laughs> DC fandom finally gave us the first look of Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne and a teaser trailer of Matt Reeves' The Batman. Wow, is what I gotta say. I had all hopes and all... um, I, I put my trust in A, Matt Reeves, and B, Robert Pattinson, that I knew that they were gonna pull this off. The same way that I knew that they were going to pull off with Batflick. A lot of people didn't like him or some people didn't like him. I thought he was, of our time, the best Batman so far. Uh, Robert Pattinson Batman was, or looks, freaking amazing. I loved it. I love the grittiness of it. I love the aspect of of... The Riddler, the Riddler, I, being the main villain. I love that's the Riddler. Fucking with Batman's mind. That's one of my favorite uh, Batman. Um, the, the favorite of his rogue gallery, Riddler. Uh, people Who's are playing the Riddler, by the way. Uh, Paul Dano is the name. People are saying okay. that the whole Riddler aspect of the movie is getting inspiration from Seven, or, uh, okay. or yeah, the yeah. Usual Suspect, and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, which is incredible. Two amazing, amazing movies. Um, and uh, what do you think about it? I'm crazy excited about uh, Batman. From what I understand, they've only been able to shoot 25% of the movie before having to shut down You know, for COVID. Yes. So they put this trailer together just from what they've shot. So uh, that's a good sign. Um, it looks amazing. Catwoman looks amazing. Amazing played, played by uh, Zoe Kravitz. Uh, I don't think they showed... 
penguin. Yes, I showed I showed you the picture. Oh, you showed me the still, and yeah. I didn't I didn't realize because I didn't recognize uh, Co- Colin Farrell. And I'm sure there's a lot of makeup there. Obviously. Yeah, of course. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, it, it, I I was a little um, surprised with with the hair. I guess he looked like. Um, Devon Sawa? A little, yeah. Which is fine. <laughs> you know, it's a different version of Batman. He He's very, very pretty. I don't know. I don't know That's what fine. A lot of people uh, believe that he, uh, Robert Pattinson would have made uh, a better Terry McGinnis in Batman Beyond. I can see that as well. Michael Keaton as... That's going to happen. Michael Keaton's coming back for uh, the Flash movie, right? So is Batfleck. And so is Batfleck. And I hope that um, that they they do decide to continue on with a they'll they'll go and and take Michael Keaton and do Batman Beyond mm-hmm. and b continue on with with uh, Ben Affleck um, in that in the Justice, with League, the Justice universe. League. I think so because with DC fandom, they have talked about uh, Aquaman sequel, Shazam sequel, uh, Black Adam with the Rock that's going to happen, and the Rock did. Um, Hint that there will be a scuffle between him and Superman, which means that Henry Cavill is coming back, which we talked about in this podcast. Yes. Where so far there's not a solid movie of Superman happening, but it seems like they're going to have him in in supporting roles in other movies or cameo appearance, which I guess I'm okay with it. It's a weird um, direction with a such a prominent character in such a franchise to be put off in secondary characters in yeah. these secondary movies, you know? And uh, what's interesting is they never, like, Man of Steel never uh, never got a proper sequel, and it was very nope. popular, very popular with, with with critics, with fans. Everyone, you know, generally liked it. You know, some, some of the diehard fans weren't happy that he killed someone, but whatever, I don't care. Whatever. Um... But it it went straight from that to uh, Batman v Superman to the Justice League, mm-hmm. um, and I do hope to see a proper Superman sequel in the future. But you know, hopefully, hopefully that'll happen. I think. Also, we didn't. I didn't mention here the uh, Snyder Cut trailer. Oh, the Snyder Cut looks amazing! What the hell? I cannot flip and wait for that. Uh, HBO Max, take my money now. Uh, I'm dying. I'm dying. So, to do see you it. think, from the look of it, will it be a four-hour movie or a four-part uh, series? A series movie? Mini movies? I, I have a weird feeling it's going to be a two-part movie. If, okay. the, if that makes sense, or you know, a series is fine. I don't. Whatever they decide to do, I'm there for. Uh, um, you know, Joss Whedon did Buffy. I can never like sit here and say anything too bad about him but i i'm i'm i i i really did like what he did with justice league but i'm excited to see see what um they originally had planned what was his name again uh zach snyder zach snyder originally had had planned um and and like you said the the stupid joss whedon in jokes didn't i don't think fit i absolutely not i want to watch that movie again we will, we will, and and I, you know, I like it, but um, I do want to see what what could have been as well. Of course, the second half of DC Fandome, 
I say it like that because I, I would say just say fan dumb. Well, because I, I I would say it fan dumb, but it's that, it's not dumb. It's it's the it's pronounced like dome. Yeah, yeah. DC fan dome. Okay, I'm gonna try it. DC fan dome. Okay, does that sound right? DC fan dome. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, continues on September 12th, uh, DC Fandom Explore the Multiverse. It offers a 24-hour on-demand experience accessed via the, v- the DCFandom.com program scheduler. This will offer DC fans full access to more than 100 hours of on-demand content beginning at 10 a.m. U.S. Uh, Pacific Standard Time with exclusive panel sessions, screenings, and never-before-seen content with the DC Multiverse of Films television comics and games along with a separate dc kids fandom what are they doing with dc kids oh well i guess we'll I find guess out on children September 12. children like toddler dc content well here's the here's the thing uh i didn't grow up reading like batman comic books Me but either. um batman the animated series you know, they put that on TV, and that's what introduced me to. Even though I, I, I'd seen, um, bat the 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 first Batman movie, the animated series got me into the universe. It introduced me to his rogue gallery, Scarecrow, the Riddler. Uh, what was that puppet guy? Remember the creepy yes. guy with the puppet? Yeah, uh, he had issues. All you know, amazing rogues gallery. Um, and it made me a fan for life and they do they they sort of do the same thing with the um what was what's that it's like a kid's show uh with robin and cyborg with teen titans that's that's there for a specific reason to introduce the next generation who will be buying tickets to the movies so this time mark my words 10 to 15 years from now there's going to be a teen titan movie and people like the the young generation are going to be going fucking crazy over it because that's what they grew up with. Just like I grew up with my thing. It's very smart. Um, and it's, uh, they they think to the future. So, uh, I, I don't know, like I, I've sat down and watched teen Titans a few times. It's, it's hokey. It's funny. Um, but it's not really for me, but, um, I'm excited to see, I'll, I'll check out whatever else they have, have woo on. who woo effing who. So, What's the next thing, babe? So a little birdie told me this. Mulan seems to now be bringing honor to Apple, Google, and Roku. Uh, originally tended to be exclusively available, attend, attend, attended to be exclusively available only for Disney Plus as a premier access title. But now the site has now confirmed the film will be available elsewhere. Disney has yet to provide any info on this, but it seems that Amazon is currently not reflecting on the matter. Not not getting the the reflection. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> on the matter of being part of the distribution party. Uh, and I read something about that, that Amazon, like, pissed Disney off, like, at some point in the past. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't remember the specifics. Um, but that's, you know... You don't have to have a Disney Plus uh, subscription. I'm assuming it'll be the same price. I think so. Uh, I did read that uh, Apple gets 30% of the distribution and Google gets 20%. Uh, uh, their normal contact from other movies mm-hmm. uh, that they do distribute in their streaming services, they get a 30 or 20% cut from that. Uh, but again, Disney has not... Um, said any more information on it, but I guess they want to get more people 
uh, we get more money because they're of losing. Course. They're losing money due to the Rona. Oh, that's gonna be huge, regardless. They're oh, gonna, yeah. They're gonna. They're gonna make. Uh, they're gonna make bank with this movie, uh, and it's gonna start. It's gonna start. You know, a movies. New movies in our home, like 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 it's nothing. I just hope that they wish that they. Ke- I just wish that they keep the option available once this is done. Once this is you done, you can never like like replace going out to the movies getting popcorn you know seeing you know having a gigantic screen with a surround sound you can never replace that um but it might be become a little more exclusive i was talking to cynthia who was the girl who recommended us to watch the notebook which is the only romantic movie that we saw in our first season cynthia shout out to you um that i missed Making the whole, making a day out of it, getting up, having breakfast, going to the movies, doing our groceries or getting our coffee for the week. And that is just like completely dissolved. But if they want to keep it with the streaming service available option, that's fine. Because for some people like Kyle in Oklahoma, for them, it saves them a lot of money. But for us who are frugal, um... We prefer going to the movies or going to the drive-in th- movie theaters. And yeah. uh, talking about the Ronin and stuff, I was talking to another friend of mine. <laughs> I talked to a lot of people. Um, that I hope after this, like we don't take going outdoors for granted, and we we take risks on on exploring more, whether it be the outdoors or or, or experiencing something completely different that we're not used to, instead of just staying home. I I, I hope this grows an itch that for people to go out and just experience the experience. I hope so too. It's um it's kind of um a little driving most of uh, most people a little crazy mm-hmm. being stuck in the house. Mm-hmm. Uh but there is a light at the end of the tunnel that light keeps seem seems to keep getting a little further away. Um yeah. We're look, probably looking at July next year, maybe. I don't know. You said August. In, <laughs> I said in February. August and Feb. Well, and here had we had everything, you know, uh, had they listened to the the experts, maybe we would be opening up, opening back up about now. Um, but um, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Well, the next thing we have on quick news is really exciting to me. One of my favorite directors, Robert Egger, will begin his Viking horror film, The Northman. Egger has gotten quite a reputation in suspense film with movies like The Lighthouse and The Witch. The movie, which is described as a Viking revenge film, stars Nicole Kidman, Alexander Skarsgård, Bill Skarsgård, Cleese Bang, Kate Dickey, William Defoe, and Anya Taylor-Joy. But after a year of rumor, it is now confirmed that the Icelandic singer Bjork has joined the cast as a character called the Slav Witch. She will destroy that role. She'll be amazing in it. Has she acted before? She um, she did this this uh, independent movie called I think it was called Dancer in the Dark, where she plays a woman who is going blind. And um, how was she? She's in an amazing job, and I, I, I won't say too much about it, um, but it's one of those movies that, like, really sticks with you, that you're kind of like, uh, a couple holes in the story, yes, but um, 
it it's it kind of haunts you you know what i mean and she does um basically she's she plays a character trying to raise money to for an operation so her son doesn't go blind because he has the okay. same disease that she she does okay um and then she um it was a perfect role for her because she um she has songs in her head so she'll start going off into a musical in in the middle of a scene and it's mm. like otherwise it's very dreary but um then she's like in the middle of a musical and dancing around and it's really, I, I I highly recommend it. It's it's a tough watch, but um, she um, after filming that she decided that acting wasn't for her. This was how long like nineteen nineties, oh, late nineteen wow. nineties, because she didn't like um, like sitting around set waiting to be called to do her thing. You know, she said a lot of it was just sitting around waiting. You know, and I got a lot of knitting done, and then I got to act for a little bit, and then. A lot more knitting done, you know. Uh, does it say how how long it was? Oh. No, no. I'm looking for the meaning of the word Slav. The Slav, uh, which, and according to Polish, it means slow. But in Russia, or what meaning is this? Or Slavic is a member or a group of people in Central and Eastern Europe speaking Slavic language. Hmm. Uh, in addition, the English word Slav derives from the Middle English word sklave, which was borrowed from Medieval Latin, which is basically slave. Hmm. All the right. slave witch? I, I, I'm, I'm excited to see her. You know, it's, it's not like a, it won't be a gigantic role. And I'm sure she'll chew up the, the scenery. You know what I mean? I mean, regardless, you have Robert... Edgar, who's writing and directing this awesome film with amazing cast such as Nicole Kidman, Alexander Skarsgård, uh, and Anya Taylor-Joy. William Dafoe is another amazing actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to have Bjork being the cherry on this <laughs> Viking ice cream, I'm I'm all for it. It'll be awesome. I can't wait. And you know I love horror. Um, I, not a huge fan of Lighthouse, but The Witch, the witch you know, got my attention it was it was it was entertaining enough so i'm excited i'm excited to see what this guy uh puts out there um and you know with this cast you know i'm there awesome we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break and we'll be right back with more press play with augie and riz welcome back and we're glad that you are here with us a year ago, we decided to create this podcast because, Riz, you decided to rewatch Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And as we got into season one, season two, and in between going to the movies and just talking so much of things of what could have, should have, would have in, in those aspects, we always say, hey, let's do... A podcast. I'm sure there's people who are interested in hearing what we think about movies, TV, m- music, or anything that we think that they might like to listen to. Right. And that's what the birth of Press Play came about. I really enjoy the ride. It's been amazing. It's fun. You learn a lot, too, of what really happens 
throughout the casting process and production process. Yeah. And that's one thing that we really wanted this podcast to be. We didn't want it to be a a celebrity gossip of who's dating who, who broke up with who. We just wanted to give you entertainment news. Who got cast to what? What actress or actor regret taking a role? Where are these uh, movies taking place or being filmed? Uh, who declined what role and regretted it later? And, and the process of that is what really captures us. And then on top of that, uh, the music that we listen to, the TV shows that we listen to, and just our regular stuff throughout throughout the week. Uh, and we wanted to share that with you guys because I'm sure there's people out there that relate to us. Uh, the first thing we want to do is thank, thank our guest. Uh, we want to thank Kyle from Oklahoma. Uh, Kyle from Oklahoma is an amazing dear friend of mine and... Uh, is one of the episode that he's in, which is called uh, The Phoenix Farce and LARPing, mm-hmm. which is episode 40, and it is one of our most popular uh, episode. Adele and Charlene, who came to us as well. Yes. Our most recent guest, Kat, who talked about veganism. Uh, Brenda, uh, my dear, dear friend, Brenda. Uh, am I missing anyone? I... We, uh, as far as guests go, I think I think that's that's everyone. We also want to give a shout out to, uh, well, Sugar Tooth Gang, of course, uh, one of our first sponsors. <laughs> amazing cookies, amazing, um, amazing owner, Brenda, and of course, uh, Cub Rage, uh, who designed our our art. They are, you know, they're amazing. Thank you so much. Um, thank you for contributing to our little podcast. And along the way, we made great friends, including the LGBT chat podcast with Ada and Angel, who we are. We've been on their show twice and we want them to be on our show as much as possible. Uh, they are the most sweetest, funny and down to earth people that we befriended throughout the year. Very cool. Uh, what did you like about podcasting what did you learn about podcasting that you really thought hmm, this is something interesting or that i'm i'm i like uh the like generally um not necessarily about podcasting but a lot of feedback that um i would get or that you would also get from people about me uh is that richard who's that guy that's talking so much wait that's not richard he never <laughs> talks um and maybe that's why you want to do a podcast to prove to the world that I actually uh, say more than two words um, <laughs> because I'm a very soft-spoken person. I don't really talk to people uh, um, until I, you know, I feel comfortable enough to start talking. I, you know, I don't know why I'm like that, but it's how I am. And, uh, you know, we're sitting here, just the two of us, and two microphones, and I feel comfortable, so I talk, and people are like, who the is that um so yes this is richard riz uh and i um talk and talk you do yes uh and you do get passionate about certain things and uh another thing i like about this especially that we do this together is that we learn from each other yes uh we peel back layers that we didn't know we had and i feel like it it makes us even closer uh and 
it's good um it's good relationship therapy sometimes because we we get into disagreements um uh not called fights but uh debates as you call it yes um and we have to work through it for the podcast for the show so um you know that actually helps in general because we do work through the so-called debates in general um regardless of the show so um it's it's a good thing for for a relationship i imo i'm sure for some people it's probably a bad thing to to work with um the person you're in a relationship with but i you know it gives us time you know time more time to spend together which i like um what do you think i i strongly agree with you about it i feel like like i said in the beginning it just we discover things from each other that we didn't uh see before whether it be a taste in music or a taste in 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 movies or just going through our daily routine of what we go through uh, there's times where I feel like I'm like, huh, you really think like that? Whether it be I'm agreeing with you or not, it just opens that door to to get to know you more. And just because, you know, it's cliche, but you live with someone for so long, you still don't know that person. You're constantly finding something new about them. And with the podcast, I feel like it helps us out a lot. Um, and, a, and a funny thing is, uh, like, you have it all recorded, so if you forget certain things about the person, you can go back and listen to your old <laughs> podcast, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's right, okay, that I'm reminded. So it, it's nice to have that uh, um, that sort of memorialization of, of certain conversations, I guess, because um, I did recently just go back from the beginning while I was running and... Uh, I hate running, and the running goes goes by faster when I'm listening to us for some reason. Um, and I listen to it. I'm like, oh, I forgot about that. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, oh, and like from literally from the very beginning up until like recent, I'm gonna have to get caught up again, like the last four or five episodes. Um, but that's you know the memorialization I think is is interesting and important as well. Correct. Uh, for the future, babe, what what do you want for our future podcast to be or to uh, to you evolve know, to as we are able to travel in the future, I I wouldn't mind you know discussing our travels you know um you know once this virus is over and we're allowed to leave the United States, uh, uh we could do like uh podcasts from the UK and discuss things like that are different in the UK. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, or like um go to different states and um. You know, gay-friendly states, of course. I'm sorry. We will be boycotting some states. We have to. That's just how it has to be um, because they boycott us. Um, but I, I think adding the travel aspect would be very interesting. What about you? Uh, I want to talk to more people. I, I, okay. I know that our podcast is really established on entertainment and movie. But I feel like with people, we get to see a broader aspect of humanity. Um even w- even with their taste of music or taste yeah. of uh, TV show, you get to learn a lot about, about someone. And I would love to have more guests on the show. Uh, I want to travel more for the podcast. And I want to have more interaction with our listeners. Pro- possibly maybe do uh, a live session um, via Instagram Live. And just, you know... Be more interactive with them. 
Um, any funny moments or anything that you recall from the past year? Uh, there's been a bunch. I, I just remember the, the, the first several episodes. I, I was just trying to think of stuff to make you laugh. You know what I mean? Uh, like my corrections bullshit or um, <laughs> a shout out to, oh God, what's her name? Shalane, Shalane shout Woodley. Out to Shalane Woodley. Oh my God, she was like the backbone of this <laughs> podcast. If you guys... Those who listen to us from the beginning would understand, but listen to, I want to say, the first 10 to 15 podcast episode, <laughs> and there is a Shalane Woodley reference somewhere, and shout out Shalane Woodley, I would love to have you on the show if you are listening to this. We're going to this. see her in like a, a Comic Con one day, I'm going to be like, okay... You're going to think we're crazy. This is our <laughs> podcast. Listen to it. You're mentioning like every episode Please of the first Please email 20. us at gopressplaythenumber2 at gmail.com. Would love to have you on season two of the podcast. <laughs> Amazing. How funny. Uh, but yeah, what we are. Uh, what, like any anything that stands out or that's funny. Here's the thing. It wasn't funny. Looking back, I just feel like I was ridiculous. I, I, I wanted the podcast to be so perfect. And I would forget that, yo, it's it's recorded like i don't have to do one one shot all the way through right. and i would just get so upset at myself and i could i would later realize it's like i can just edit you can edit all this out yep. i have perfected the masterism of ums <laughs> i yep. can pick out the ums through an through through a podcast uh i think those are things that i have learned and to just Relax while you talk and to relax while you are explaining things. Um, and having the notion that it's just us, mm -hmm. you know, makes it a little bit better. Uh, I think the funniest guest I would say would be Kat. She's the most recent one. Yeah. Uh, uh, she's super hilarious. Um, uh, her gardening... <laughs> And and her talking about veganism and vegetarian really is a awesome conversation that we had. I liked Kat's uh, insights just in general about life, about staying positive um, and putting out, you know, putting out good vibes and getting them back. Yeah. I thought that was uh, that, you know, I wasn't expecting that, you know, because, you know, you, you bring uh, one of your friends in who I've never met and. I'm like, oh my gosh, is it going to be like a crazy person or, and Kat's like personality. She's just it's so, so fresh, so fresh, so friendly, you know, she's, she's awesome. And I, I'm thrilled that we had her on. I hope we can have her on again. Uh, another, one of my favorite guests, of course, was Brenda. And the, the line that stands out for me was blue ball Noah. I don't remember <laughs> when when uh they they were having sex in the movie and and oh. she stopped she like started talking to him about random shit and he's like all right I'm, uh, let's just stop yes, yes. and she's like total blue ball noah oh. that was that was the the line that was Brenda's line uh Brenda is the owner of Sugartooth Gang uh we said that you said that uh she was our very first sponsor in the show to help us get this podcast up in the air uh, we love her. Guys, if you want awesome cookies freshly hand-designed by her herself, you can reach her at Sugartooth Gang on Instagram. And you can contact Cub Rage also on Instagram at Cub Rage, where they uh, make super LGBT and body positive... Body, 
body, body positive yeah uh clothing and style uh for bears they have an awesome shirt called team thick mm-hmm. love it check them out those are the two special people that we want to thank and at the end we really want to thank you guys our listeners if it wasn't for you guys we wouldn't have not continued this we see the ticks going up in our podcast of our listeners and our subscribers and that makes us drive it gives us the drive to go even further to entertain you guys yeah i look at our our listeners and i'm like oh my gosh more than and then brother nick and mama rita are listening (laughs) (laughs) what's going on i'm I'm sorry maybe they just have it on repeat thanks guys if you if if that's what you're doing very cool um oops sorry i just hit the mic um but yeah thanks listeners we really appreciate you guys we love that you guys listen to us and continue to press play with Augie and Riz. With yeah. Augie and Riz. And we're excited to continue on into season two and beyond. And on that note, what are the Blu-rays and music that are out now? As you can tell, I'm saying Blu-ray now because a friend of mine was listening to our podcast. And they're like, what's a DVD? Who does that? And I'm like, according to my boyfriend, he's a completionist. So, it's, yeah. It's, I mean, technically it's a Blu-ray DVD. Um, but, I mean, even Blu-rays are, are obsolete at this point. It's all streaming. But whatever, I don't care. Uh, new Blu-rays out. Blood Quantum, uh, which I've never heard of. Cut Off, again, same. Irresistible, yup. Uh, Z, and uh, Rogue is out, which is starring Megan Fox as a military girl. Uh, new TV I heard, I think I heard about that movie. on Blu-ray is Young Sheldon, the complete third season, and Magnum P.I., uh, the second season, which I didn't realize... Um, it got a second season. Cool. Awesome. Uh, new music out this week. Um, Bill Callahan has an album called Gold Record, Billy Ocean, uh, One World. Boy and Bear has an album called At Golden Retriever Studio. Declan McKenna has an album called Zeros. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hannah Grace has an album called Remedy. Hertz has an album called Faith. Hardy has an album called A Rock, The Pineapple Thief, Versions of the Truth, San Cisco, Between You and Me, Scott Hellman, Nonsuch Park, Tricky, has an album called Fall to Pieces, Tricky BTW has collaborated with Alanis Morissette more than oh. once, um, Wanho has an album called Love Synonym, number one, right for me, and Yeel has an album called Le Dead Dead Versul. Awesome. That's a long list. Um, I have a feeling that um, a lot of these artists, you know, can't tour. So they're sitting at home and recording music. They have their home studios and they're releasing a lot of shit. Come on, Vampire Weekend slash Florence and the Machine. We might. I I, I have a feeling we'll be seeing something from Florence sooner than Vampire Weekend. I hope. You know what I want to do? Uh, I used to not like this person, but I want to listen to her whole discography. Lana Del Rey. I had a feeling. You've been asking questions about her lately, and yeah. I had a feeling you might might be coming around. Uh, Six Degrees of Separation? Yes. This week's Six Degrees of Separation is the amazing Anya Taylor-Joy, who will be in New Mutants this week, and Bill Skarsgård. All right. Uh... Anya Taylor-Joy is starring in New Mutants this week with Maisie Williams. 
who starred on Game of Thrones uh, with oh my god what's her name oh with Sophie Turner who played her sister I, I don't know why I went blank Sophie Turner of course was in X-Men Dark Phoenix with James McAvoy James McAvoy was in It Chapter 2 with Bill, Bill Skarsgård and the fact of the week is Eminem's song Lose Yourself was the first rap song to win an Oscar for Best Original Song. However, instead of watching the awards, Eminem was asleep watching cartoons with his daughter. Aww. And that's the fact of the week, and you can do whatever you want with it, because it's not mine. Haley. It's, it belongs to Haley, his daughter. It, it does. I, I know, I know her name. Look at me. Season one has come to a close. Chapter one is already written, guys, and we are ready for multiple chapters in the future. Can you believe it? Special thanks to our guests again, and importantly, to you, our listeners. We like doing this for you guys. You guys are awesome. And if you want us to review a movie, check out new music or whatnot, you can DM us at via Instagram on PressPlayAR or email us at gopressplay2 at gmail.com. That's gopressplay, the number two, at gmail.com. This is Press Play with Augie and Riz. I'm Augie. Hey, this is Riz. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening.